0: The following podcast is presented to you by the BICBP Radio Network.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new sort of the panel discussion podcast your home for comic book talk and everything around it my name is matt johnson one of your hosts alongside greg Norton, and we yes we are back another week last week we did our shazam episode um we got something good going on and i really like it i've been having a lot of fun doing it
0: yeah.
1: uh this week's conversation um is about the Fantastic Four. This might be my
0: favorite one we've done yet. Just my books are my favorite I've read. Yeah, yeah.
1: I had some good ones too. It brought a lot of like nostalgia back for me. Uh, I think I might have said it last week that you know the Fantastic Four was one of my. It was the first comic books that I ever read. Um, it, it flat yeah. out was. I I I grew enamored with them when I seen the cartoon. Uh, for that were the marvel action hour with Iron Man and then um you know you'd see all the toys and then uh they had a video game bless you Prince uh they had a video game uh for the ps1 that me my uncle my dad and my cousin all played together it was a four player multiplayer game adventure and I just loved them and then i got i got into the comic books and I'm like these personalities are really really cool it's just a, it's just a cool uh yeah, it's just a cool family. They're, they're very, uh, yeah, it's got that family atmosphere the whole time, the family aura. It's one of the most time.
0: unique character dynamics in comic books. Uh, it drives me nuts that DC is trying to recreate it right now.
1: With uh, the Terrifics. Oh, yeah. It's
0: literally, it's Plastic Man, um, Metamorpho, uh, Mr. Terrific, and I'm forgetting the female character. But it's essentially the Fantastic Four, even down to like the dynamics of the characters and it. it. They even like have kind of like future foundation looking suits. Um, they're not they're not doing a great job at it. It's still a really good comic from what I've read, but it's not the Fantastic Four, and it's still, not going to be. No, it
1: never will be. I mean, yeah, they rip off everything eventually.
0: They both do it to each other.
1: They do. They do. Marvel does to DC. DC does to Marvel every time, but. Um, I feel like if DC maybe tried this back in the 60s when the Fantastic Four came out, maybe they do have a little bit better yeah. job of it, better grasp. But now, like now, if they're doing it, it just seems like a reach.
0: Yeah. And even Fantastic Four is a little well. Their their prime villain, Doctor Doom, my favorite character, uh, in the Marvel Universe, is actually a ripoff as well. He's based off um, I'm gonna forget his name. He's based off the main villain from Doc Savage. Oh. The Doc Savage comment. Uh, so he's, Dr. Doom is like very much based off that character. He, cr- he's, I didn't even know that. He's unique in his own way, but it's, it's kind of cool still. Like, <laughs> that is a
1: cool fact. I really never knew that. Uh, Learn something new every day on this show. We really do. Uh, but, but yeah, the Fantasy Four, they debuted, I think it was night, early, it was early 1960s. And I think Stan Lee, Jack Kirby. Yes. Uh, were prime, prime pieces of putting this superpowered family together. Uh, you know, Reed Richards, uh, Ben Grimm, Susan Storm slash Richards, and then Johnny Storm. And there's been a lot of interchangeable members too along it the way.
0: Nineteen fifties.
1: I think uh, it was. I think it was sixty. Because
0: my first book is nineteen sixty one.
1: Really? Yeah. Let me just double check. I'm th- I think it's like nineteen sixty or sixty one.
0: Yeah, this might have been a little farther down, but this this is three hundred issues, three hundred seventy four and sixty one. So
1: November nova first appearance, November nineteen sixty one. Wow,
0: they they might. Oh, I guess they were pumping out weeklies at this point too. They probably were. But issue three hundred and seventy four in nineteen sixty one.
1: That can't be right.
0: That can't be right. But that's what it is. It must be nineteen sixty, unless it was like January. Or like, but no, it says no. November. It straight up
1: says first appearance, Fantastic Four number one, November nineteen sixty one. That seems crazy. What's the name? What's the number of your book? 374.
0: Unless this was 1962 and it's
1: just marked wrong. <laughs> it very well could be.
0: March 1961 is
1: what it says. It says March 1993. <laughs> what? <laughs> On here. Wait, is it the Fantastic 4 versus the Fantastic 4? Yeah, '93? Yeah, it's '93.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. This is Marshall. It's online. I found it, but really
1: <laughs> <laughs> never trust the internet. No, you can't. I'm glad we cleared that up. Cause, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was really confused. I was, like, I was confused. I thought maybe like Jack Kirby and Stanley used the time stone and went back <laughs> in time. And, but actually this cover is actually really sweet. Uh, Oh but,
0: yeah. Oh, this book is awesome. This, the book, when I read it, like, uh, so good <laughs> but yeah i,
1: I had, i've had a lot of fun with them i, I actually have greg seren at them right now kind yeah, of
0: because you you bought i'm contemplating stealing them
1: are you i have all of the f- 90s fantastic four um regular sized action figures i think they're like five to six inches tall but um yeah i mean th- those are my those are my originals yeah i loved x-men and spider-man those were originals, but Fantastic Four, to me, is just as original as X-Men and oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. But they just get a bad rap because of bad the movies. movies and-, and, you know, a lot, an argument too, I have to, you know, argue with people. That, you know, they're like, oh, they're too beta, essentially, to, to succeed in movies and, and to be in interesting characters. And the one dude, the guy who said it, is a troll, but I hear I hear it all the time. A troll we both know. Uh <laughs> But, you know, I have to uh, – but I see it quite a bit. And, I mean, they're not I, – I don't agree with the better point. Yes, they are simplistic in nature. Their their abilities compared to some of the extreme powers that people have now. I mean, you know, Mr. Fantastic, he's, he stretches and he, he's, a, he's a genius. And, you know, human torch, yeah. he just, you know – you know, he's inflamed. to Nova, though. Like, yeah, can... they've advanced. They've advanced what these guys can do based on their original powers. Yeah, which, for sure. You know, uh, I mean, I would never like. I I just don't get that argument. I think they can do very well if they if you get good directors well, behind here's,
0: them. Here's the thing: how simple is Captain America's power? Right, one hundred. He's strong and loves America.
1: That's <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he has a shield and yeah, yeah. super strength and enhanced yeah, he senses. He is
0: probably one of the most Interesting characters right now. And in the Marvel Universe, in my opinion, like, I was just watching Infinity War again for the probably like 17th time. (laughs) And um, just the scene where, like, he's holding Thanos' glove back and Thanos is giving him a look like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, that was one of those scenes where I was like, holy cow, this is like, that was one of the coolest moments. Yeah. And he's surrounded by all these crazy, super powerful characters. It's it's because he's interesting. You're invested in him and i think one of the things with fantastic 4 is they are based off this apple pie life like you know nuclear family two two parents eventually two kids you know the the uncles that are there like and they're more simple and like this nostalgic traditional sense yes yeah which is weird people aren't used to that there's no drama because they're not splitting up blah 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 no there's plenty you can do with it and i think it's i think it's something we need right now personally oh i agree um how often like do you i watch a lot of tv and it's constantly like let's have we're both married men so yeah constantly like hey these two couples just never make it or yeah dysfunctional families and stuff
1: like that this is like yeah that's probably why i gravitate it yeah, to it, so as much as I do,
0: it's great to see a strong like family that still goes through their issues but sticks together. It, it, in the case of them, I think they're if you did it like a, a similar to a Guardians of the Galaxy, I think they would do very well because it's a similar oh, yeah. dynamic. Just a Reed is more of a straight man than. Um, than Star Wars. Right. And I I but I think it could do very well. There's so much, and again, with the interchangeability, having a team like the Fantastic Four, where you can go, Hey, we're gonna throw Superman or Spider Wow, well, Superman, <laughs> we're gonna throw Spider-Man in this movie, or hey, you know what? We finally got the rights to She Hulk. Let's throw her in here. Or, hey, like we have this character doing nothing. Let's stick them in this movie. Or, right. bounce, bounce, bounce. You can do so much with it without so you can have a small ensemble, same thing as X-Men without having a full blown Avengers movie, but it'd be fine that you're doing this. Yes. Which yeah. is great. Ant Man, um gosh, who's the other one I'm thinking of right now? Stuck in my head. Oh, Black Panther. Yes. So all these characters, like you can you can put in these movies.
1: Very easily. And yeah, I mean both those they were kind of they technically were members of the Fantastic Four eventually, both of those people you just mentioned. But oh, yeah, yeah, they're in my books. <laughs> well <laughs> mine too. Uh but yeah, it's yeah, I, I think they will translate very well to the movies when done right. Yeah. They really will. And
0: I think, the, the like I've said before, I think the idea of casting Krasinski and Emily Blunt, who are actually married as the roles of Mr. Fantastic and, and Invisible Woman, would be great and bring such a great dynamic to those characters. And they have the looks for him. Like, they're very fitting of those characters.
1: Very fitting. I mean, we've seen fan art where they've, like, customized Krasinski. Oh, he looks awesome. He looks great. I'm, like, like invested in the idea of Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And, I mean, there's ways to make it, you know, seem not as goofy. People see the stretchy, you know, stretchy limbs and think it's goofy. But I think it could be done very, very well. And it's
0: still cool. Like, that's a – people don't realize how awesome of a power that is because he can change, like – like he's super he strong shape. too. Yeah. It's, it's because he's able to stretch. It means he can like hold without getting broken. Yeah. He, he has like a, a lot of resistance, which that's very powerful. If you can wrap up someone who's super strong and not get like torn in half by them. Hmm. That would have been nice when they were holding Thanos down. right? That's a, the <laughs> exact vision
1: I was thinking of. Yes. One hundred percent. So cool. Yeah. So and,
0: and, and Zach Efron is human torch. I actually think is genius. I, Looking at every time I look at him, I'm like yeah, I like that more and more. And I'm gung ho for Luke Evans as Doctor Doom. Yes, gung ho. Like I love Doctor Doom, and I think he'd do a great job as him. I, the, I, there's the I'm thing, just,
1: though. Do you know? The,
0: the, the thing is the only one I don't have like someone set in mind for because Chicklist did such a good job. I
1: would like Chicklist to come back, but that would never happen. Yeah, they if when Marvel well, they do have the rights back, but when they, it's time to start production on a new movie, um, they are. They're not going to go use any of the old. old. I'm
0: trying to think of like – because it's got to be someone that could do like a good New Yorker accent but have – be smart and tough at the same time. The only issue with Chicklis is Ben Grimm was actually supposed to be like very good looking. Yes. He was supposed to be like a ladies' man. He
1: was. And reading this too, like I think one of the books he he returns back to his normal – you know, yeah, physique. You know, normal him and like I know I don't see you don't see human Ben Grimm as much. No, and it was very like it took it was almost I was almost taken aback by you know how he was illustrated and and that, but
0: he uh, had a thing with Sue Storm for a little bit. Like he was in love with her and all this stuff. Yeah, but then because of Reed, he didn't move in. Um, so there's a lot with that, but he he was like a womanizer too, and that's why she wasn't interested, right? So I can't think of who. Would I be mean, a good somebody friend.
1: suggested once to me. Uh, wow. oh, I've seen it on the internet that the dude who plays Negan.
0: Yeah, he Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, he would be pretty good. Honestly, like if he wasn't already Raccoon, like Bradley Cooper would have been a really good. Thing. Yeah. Um trying to think of someone else in that vein and i can't off the top of my head dean morgan jeffrey Dean morgan would be great and he's got the voice for it too he does
1: i think i think that would be the one i'd go with but
0: jeffrey dean morgan also wouldn't be a terrible dr doom in the sense of he's very good at like giving flowery like well drawn out speeches yes (laughs) but i don't he doesn't have the um the air of like royalty
1: that dr doom is right yeah. right that's where i think luke evans will succeed yeah. if if that is the cast and i i can't wait to see who they choose man it is an exciting I time hope, period i
0: hope we get them sooner than later I, I know in reality we probably won't get them until like mid 2020s right but I, I i would hope to see them in like uh, you know i
1: mean as soon as they they announced the deal with spider-man they 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 yeah. put it through real quick so i could see it 20 Twenty one.
0: It's just with X Men in there too and stuff. You never know, but they are like one of the flagship series of Marvel. I would
1: actually like. I. And see. with
0: them investing in the new book so right.
1: much. See, my opinion might change every now and then. It, it seems to be like right now. Not, I don't know if it's just because we're doing the episode or because I'm, you know, reliving my childhood. But I wouldn't mind Fantastic Four. Coming in first for X-Men.
0: I think you can pepper the X-Men in slowly and, like, push the Fantastic Four in. Like, I was already thinking, like, you could put Storm in Black Panther. You could, like, slowly introduce these characters in other places until you form the X-Men. Right. Because, like, Storm and um, T'Challa, like, classically have a relationship or are married at some point. Yes. so it would be interesting to like introduce her in Wakanda and then slowly move forward. I
1: would I would like that. I would very much like that. But yeah, Fantastic 4 today, we got three books each. We, we up the ante a little bit just because we were so excited at the sentiment. And I don't think I I don't I haven't read any Fantastic 4 books on here yet. No, I don't believe I, so. I know you did. You did read the, the very first, first of the one. new one. Yep. And I Greg might have, but um, or excuse me, Chris might have. No, it's just me. I think it's just you. Yeah. So this is a good episode for us to do. Uh, all right, I will start off. So, uh, the book that I have selected for my oldest book is Fantastic Four number two hundred and ninety nine, uh, February of nineteen eighty seven. All right, so uh, Stanley presents the fam- fabulous Fantastic Four in the Best Man. Uh, they're in their living room, and the Baxter Building, and Johnny Storm is flying out of a back hallway, um, in his you know fully on flames, <laughs> in his Human Torch garb essentially. Uh, everyone's like, "What's going on?" And he goes, <laughs> "He goes, are you kidding me?" excuse me uh they go you know Johnny what's going on he goes watch out the things in a rampage and then all of a sudden blasting out of that hallway is a piece of Reed's new equipment <laughs> which is funny because it always has some ridiculous name to it uh and I actually appreciate it but he's he's uh he's on a rampage mr fantastic loops around him uh you know like he said controls him he can slow him down and Johnny uh, you know Johnny's like I'm sorry I didn't mean to to do what I said and and you know usually Johnny's like always trying to ruffle his father, but this was like legit Johnny we'll get into what he asked in a little bit Um then they show Ben Grimm. he's outside on the first floor of the Baxter building and all these reporters are trying to get a word with him Peter Parker happens to be there too and he's getting photographs of the thing swinging around and knocking reporters around because he's <laughs> he's not in a very good mood. Um, she he bumps into She-Hulk, who he ignores on his way out to a taxi, who takes him out to another part of town. And um, now, keep in mind too, She-Hulk is has replaced Thing in the Fantastic Four at this point as well. Um, I think the Thing stayed. This is after Battle World, after Secret Wars. I think he stayed because he had the ability to change or shapeshift, I can't remember what the exact deal was, but he was away for a little while. And uh, what Johnny said was, to, to, to the thing that triggered, triggered him, um, Johnny was dating, I believe it was Alicia uh, Masters, who's the thing's love interest for a while. They break up. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Uh, kind of, sort of. Or he's obsessed with her. I, I can't remember the actual full details. But he
0: was dating Alicia Masters. Oh, quote, yeah, that's unquote. right. Who's also a Skrull? That's at right. At the time, okay, he's a scroll pretending to be Alicia.
1: That is right. Uh, but Johnny and her are about to get married, and he asked the thing if he'd be the best man. Um, to not, he he wanted it as a as a good thing, as like a peace peace thing, and instead it was bothering it bothered the thing quite a bit. But She Hulk uh, obliges to go after him, and Reed and, and Susan are nervous because a. Uh, building dedication ceremony is scheduled to start in less than an hour. But she Hulk goes and finds the thing at a at a bar downtown, and he, you know, he's basically retelling the story about how, uh, well, the thing, thing he's basically telling the story about, how, you know, the puppet master and meeting Alicia, and you know, all this stuff and and how they pretty much fell in love, and, and this and that, and just. <laughs> And then a news report about the the upcoming building opening. Um, let's see, what is it? Oh, this is this is when the Baxter Building becomes Four Fre- Freedoms Plaza, essentially. Um, but the thing whips a beer bottle at the TV, gets pissed, pulls the bartender over, like he's gonna fight him because the bartender told him not to do that. And whatnot. Uh, Peter Parker's in the crowd taking pictures of the event as it happens. And he hears that the thing, he sees Johnny Storm take off, so he decides to follow him. Uh, Peter Parker's in his black suit at this time, too, which is, uh, you know... I feel like the Russo brothers wrote this because he's in his regular costume and the cover, and he's in the black suit in here. Jerks. Jerks. Liars. Phonies. Um, he ta- he tails human... <laughs> cheats. <laughs> he tails Human Torch uh, trying to figure out what's going on, and... Um, <laughs> Johnny explains to him what everything that happened, and <laughs> Spider-Man's like, what were you thinking of doing that for? And this and that, because... This is something I want to see explored too in the movies. Is <laughs> the Human Torch and Spider-Man's friendship Yeah. is really, really cool. It's a really cool dynamic, and we've seen it. You know, they've each benefited each other. They've been it's it's been fun to watch. But, um, anyways, they go to a different part of town, and Ben continues his his sob story, talking about the secret secret wars. And this and that, and getting rejected by Alicia at this point, and um, she Hulk just pretty much she's antagonizing him now. telling him to get over it, and and this and that, and, <laughs> and he breaks a table. And what she, she the bartender goes, "Hey, you got to go outside." And so she grabs the thing by his jacket and throw, legit throws him through a wall outside. <laughs> and they're actually in a construction area. And they battle, they're breaking stuff. They're, it's a, it's a place that's about to be de, uh, demolished. <laughs> so what they're doing, they're actually like helping out at the same time. But afterwards, She-Hulk goes, "Yeah, I brought you here because I knew this would uh, help you help you feel a little bit better about everything." And he's he, he's smiling. He's smiling. Did they
0: have a relationship together at some point? I don't know if I they can't did. Remember, I feel like they did, but I don't remember after that. My head. it's interesting. I'm gonna gaggle it now. Be
1: jealous, man. Green girls. <laughs> Green superpower chicks, man. Uh <laughs> Uh but Human Torch comes back, he apologizes and he asks again and Ben goes, uh, yes, I will be your best man. And then they walk away. They they might actually because he's they're holding hands. Uh and yes, she hawk feet. He, he could buy her a drink and uh so, yeah, that's cool. Next issue, number 300, The Wedding of Johnny and Alicia. But that's the end of that book. It's a fun little thing story. Uh, I did want to do more more books with people um, other than the regular Fantastic Four in the Fold, and She-Hulk is probably one of the more popular ones, Yeah, I'd have to say. But let's get into the rating system. Uh, the artwork, late 80s. Cl- I mean, it's all classic, classic visuals. I I don't like the way the the paper looks. I, I don't like the paper style. I like the glossy finish, and I get that in some other the books. Sunday comics. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, the artwork's not terrible. I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, action. The She-Hulk and Thing battle was actually really, really fun. It was it was pretty humorous to watch. and there, there, It was nothing, like, s- special. But, uh, you know, there, there was some action to it, even though it turned out to be just lighthearted fun they're also i do i have to point out too i kind of skipped over this but there was a nod to uh the thing joining the the uh the unlimited class wrestling federation
0: that's <laughs> and,
1: and that's a thing yeah it is it is and him living with the mole man and beating up the mole uh the mole the little mole people
0: <laughs> unlimited class wrestling federation needs a comic book because that was the same thing armadillo was in yes and then there's a Issue in the most recent comics where a Thing like gets in the ring on during his um, his bachelor party. Yes, and he like drops an elbow and it's incredible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do think I do agree that they need that. Uh, but as far as action goes, it, it wasn't bad. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. Story.
0: She has never had a relationship with the Thing, as far as I can find.
1: Oh, okay, that just makes, friendship. Just a friendship. That's cool. That's cool though. Um, story though. Story was. I mean, it was. It's pretty much setting up Johnny and Alicia's big wedding, and they get. I'm sure if if I look and find out Fantastic Four 300, I'm sure it turned into a disaster of some sorts. But um, Ben Grimm, you know, it's that he's. It's a lot of retelling, uh, but Ben eventually comes around. It's it's not bad as well. This might be an eight all around. Uh, The dialogue dialogue is simple, and like I said when I was reading it. I, I think it's goofy, but I love when Reed Richards says, you know, the names of his inventions. Like when uh, the thing threw that thing out of the room and uh, that, that invention has, he goes, oh no, not my new power core calibration module. And I have no idea what the hell that means, but it's just, it's, it's funny because he can call it whatever he wants. People are like, oh yeah, that's, that's that thing. That's awesome. Uh, so I'm going to give it A to that. And lastly, the rereadability. Um Actually, you know what, the rereadability readability not that high in this book. It was there was a lot of retelling uh and it. Too much for me, but there was I mean it was kind of fun. Uh, I'm gonna give rereadability a six, giving it a score of thirty-eight out of fifty for Fantastic Four, number two hundred and ninety-nine, February nineteen eighty
0: seven. There are twenty one comic book appearances of the Unlimited Class Wrestling Federation.
1: Can we do an episode on that? Yes, too? most of them are okay.
0: thing, but there's like Deadpool, unbeatable Squirrel Girl. The the roster is pretty intense, and I'm a fan. Like the Beyonder is in it, just just to give someone Demolition. Uh, obviously, the Thing. Uh, who's another one? Doc Sawbones. Mm-hmm. And then Speedo. There's a there's a bunch of really interesting ones in here. There's a couple like. Oh Miss Marvel was part of them as well there's a there's a couple oh. like pretty serious people in it, but there's there's a ton this is a, it's I want to do an episode now on it.
1: I think we should. I know uh what next week is Hellboy
0: next week is Hellboy
1: next week is Hellboy. and I think after that we're actually gonna do an advertisement one. We're gonna look through like all of our comics essentially yeah. and pick out some of the best advertisements, which I'm looking forward to. but yeah <laughs> i'm
0: I'm pumped. All right, I guess I should read a comic, huh? Yeah, why not? I guess so. So this one, mine's a little longer. Okay. Just to warn you, but it is Fantastic Four, 374. We'd established it's 93?
1: March 93, yep.
0: Okay, so cool. So this starts, I'll I'll hop into it. It starts with Spider-Man actually climbing on a wall looking for um, Human Torch because he just went supernova in a university and blew it up. And he's looking everywhere and actually comes to dr strange to help him find him uh and dr strange actually has lost a little bit of his powers, so he's just basically using like tarot cards and he can still levitate and stuff but um he he goes look i just need your help um and i need to assemble the other fantastic four to help me take them down um, he goes, okay. He goes, but first, like, let me see what, what all like the cause of all this is. Uh, and, like his card tower claps. He goes, let me see what the cause is. And it's a card, and it's a skeleton with a hood up and a, a sword in his hand. And he says, it's the card of death and doom. Well, what does it mean? Kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, and doom is capitalized, so you can imagine. <laughs> and it gets into, so he helps, he goes into his astral form, and he brings together Wolverine. The Hulk and Ghost Rider, the other a Fantastic Four that took over temporarily, um, they were put together by, I believe it was Hill, um, but Hulk is actually like Smart Banner, so he's, it's really weird. He's the Hulk, but he's in like, full, like a full button-up shirt and khaki pants. Right. It's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that. And it cuts back to my favorite Reed Richards, holster Reed Richards in his brown vest, <laughs> and with his like hip holsters uh and he's actually just got back with uh, i'm trying to remember who this hero is sharon ventura i can't remember who she is though um but they they went away real quick and sue is back and like her and reed immediately get into an argument and i find it kind of weird i thought it was interesting right away like sue is in this like super skimpy outfit like you can kind of see like she's Got, like, a bathing suit on that's showing her stomach, her shoulders, and the Fantastic Four symbol actually is, like, cut out and showing her chest a little oh. bit. And I was like, that's weird. Why is she wearing this? And her and Reed actually get in an argument. And he goes, like, you're, like, he's like, oh, you're mad that I'm gone while well, you're prancing around half naked through the city? <laughs> and, I'm like, I'm glad they addressed it. And there must be a reason why. Like, her, they're they're having issues at the moment. Um, and they come back. And there is uh, the Sorceress of New Salem. Agatha is actually babysitting Franklin Richards because his powers are so powerful. He like he's like angry that they're fighting and like starts to power up. And she has to, like use her magic to calm him down um, and realizes like he's super strong and he's he's actually an alpha level mutant. And his powers have changed a couple times, but he's got, like, a million and six powers. Like, telekinesis, molecule mani- manipulation, super strength, time travel. Like, he's one of yeah, the he's most powerful mutants of all time.
1: Overpowered. Like, I, I worry about putting him, like, in some of our fantasy tournaments all the time. Because oh, I just know, like, realistically he would destroy Which anybody. is
0: super interesting, because then on the other hand, his sister has zero powers. She's not, She has no <laughs> powers. She's just genius level intellect. Smarter than Reed at the age of, like, six. Oh, she okay. Was, yeah. Um. Like, she's smarter than him at that age. Like, when she was six, she was smarter than Reed now. Uh, and it does... Oh, I forgot. He is in this. It cuts over to Dr. Doom, and he's putting together a brand new suit. Um, and he gets in it, and it's got, like, all this extra stuff on it. Um, and he's saying now that he's taken the power of... Oh, that's right. He took down a Beyonder. And now he wants more power, and he's going to look for another one.
1: Wait, when did I say this book is from? Ninety-three. Ninety-three. He did take down the Beyonder and there's Secret a, Wars. a rogue Beyonder. Oh, okay. Point.
0: Um, and now he's going after the other one. And so it cuts over and they're flying the fantastic car around looking for Johnny. Uh, and you find out Johnny actually went supernova because of the Skrull that I was talking about that he was in love with. Uh, and she's working with another Skrull and another alien that I'm not sure who it is. And, um, at the same time, this other Fantastic Four with Doctor Strange are all looking, but they don't agree on everything. Hulk just wants to basically beat down Johnny. Same thing with Wolverine, right? And Spider Man's like saying, "Like, no, he's our friend. We just need to help him." Um, and they're all kind of going back and forth, and they corner Johnny, and Johnny shoots up the Fantastic Four symbol into the sky with fire, and it turns into an all-out brawl. And right away, um, <laughs> like Hulk, Hulk starts smashing down Johnny, and all of a sudden, there's a panel, and I love it. <laughs> he goes uh you just see things finger tap hulk on this top of the shoulder and he turns around and he gets punched in the face <laughs> uh and it just gets into a huge fight like wolverine versus mr fantastic and this is what i was talking about wolverine's like claws are scratching at fantastic and he can't break through and then invisible woman's like also helps him and covers like his claws with her her force fields, right uh And Human George is fighting Ghost Rider, and the fire is not working. Obviously, it's kind (laughs) of cool. It's just like a huge back and forth. Um, Also, that other Ventura is fighting alongside of them. Uh, They just keep. It's a it's a long brawl, and then it cuts over, and um, there's this other war going on with that Beyonder. I believe it is a Beyonder. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, at the same time, they are affecting the Inhumans. And Black Bolt and Medusa are up there um, uh, trying to figure out why this is all happening and who killed the, this rogue. Oh, it's a Watcher, not a Beyonder. My bad. A Watcher. Oh, okay. Um, and Doom shows up to take down the other Watcher. Goes back. It, it's like a huge... Still, the fight is still going. Um, and right as... Uh, Ghost Rider goes to kill Johnny Storm. Lijah the Laser Fist, who is the Skrull who Johnny's in love with, shows up. Um, and the other Skrulls realizes they betrayed her. And she jumps and starts to help them fight. But as they, the fight really starts to break out again, they teleport away. And that, the book ends. Um, and they don't know where they got teleported to.
1: That's cool. I See, I love hearing, like, crossover stuff like that because of the way the movies are set up now. You will never – I mean, well now, well, now we might. Yeah. You know, now we will. But, like, what I've known for the last 20 years of my life, as long as superhero movies have been prevalent, you know, Fantastic Four and Hulk and Wolverine yeah. and Ghost Rider, like, they don't meet every day. No. You know?
0: <laughs> this is such a cool book, honestly. And it – it's, it's the 90s art style, but I absolutely love it. Um, I'll hop into the grade. There are so many characters in this book, though. But art, I, I really like this art style. It's very classic. Um, it's all the characters looking the way I, I want them and expect them to look. Um, I'm going to give the art a 9. Action. The whole book is action. I'm going to give the art action a 10. Okay. There's so much going on. Um, oh, man. Story. The story is a little confusing, um, but they do a pretty good job of explaining it. There's just a lot to follow. I'm going to give it a seven because there's really like six different stories going on in here. Okay. Um, dialogue. Dialogue's pretty good. The Hulk throws me off a little bit, um, but Doom and Thing just always have such great dialogue they do always 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 so i'm gonna give the the dialogue a seven as well okay uh rereadability i actually really like this book i'm I, and i i could read it's so hard to do rereadability because i could read fantastic four books all day i'm gonna give it a 10 but uh, right. i love this book i love fantastic four so it's hard no to-
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, i feel you yeah, 43 out of 50 for that issue all right next up fantastic four number four no July 19 uh 402 from July 1995.
0: It's such a different art style from 993 to your 95. Like it's, it's crazy how much so is different. I mean
1: this cover is beautiful. It it Thor is on the cover. Uh and he looks great.
0: And Mine is closer to your 87. That it's like that like late 80s artwork.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Um the storyline at this time is that Atlantis is rising. So this this brings up some interesting stuff. The Fantas- Fantastic Four in this point is uh, Susan, The Thing, Scott Lang Ant-Man, as well as um, this next uh, Dr. Doom's, it's not his son, but it's, I forgot what the guy's name is. Um, he's supposed to inherit.
0: Is it with an R? I can't oh,
1: Christ, that. it might be. Let me look. It's in the back of this.
0: might be his adopted son.
1: Uh, Christoph Vernard. Oh, yeah, I think that's his adopted Doom's app. arrogant and youthful heir who has re- just recently joined the ranks of the Fantastic Four has taken it upon himself to design a new battle suit for Scott Lang, whom he feels is a liability to the team. So that's the team at this point. Also, Reed Richards is dead, uh, in this run, this, this right, you know, this book right now. But it starts off with the thing, uh, half of his face is, like, red. I don't know what happened previously, but, um, Say, uh, they're getting attacked. Their 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 shields are, are you know failing, and the thing with his I love his verbiage and and some of his catchphrases. catchphrases. Uh, it goes, "Sheesh, my sweet old Aunt Petunia always warned me against picking up hitchhikers, but this is ridiculous." And the next scene is Thor on top of uh, whatever vehicle they are flying at this moment, and he's just hammering away, just hammering away with his uh, with Mjolnir. And trying to break in. But he is working, he's under the mind control of Morgan Le Fay, who is... Uh, who... A great
0: sorceress. Morgana Le Fay is the, like, the villain of like the Merlin and stories like that's she's, Oh, really? She's the evil... Like in Camelot, it's Merlin, and then Morgana is on the other side. She was like his former love interest in Okay.
1: Oh, no kidding. I didn't I know, not know that. I
0: know way too much about Camelot.
1: <laughs> it's not a bad thing at all. Uh, but she raised Atlantis from the sea, and... You know, this is... Bringing in all these things. Like, the Inhumans are involved in this. and Yeah, that's his adopted son. I okay. So. Okay. I never heard of him before until I read this book. But they get down to the ground... Or, no. They, they, it doesn't crash, but um, Thor keeps attacking, and they keep hitting him with torpedoes and, and blasts, and nothing, nothing's phasing him. But they did get him to become... They, they blasted him unconscious for a little bit, and he sinks to... The bottom of the water, but he actually, when this happens, it's like a concussion grenade, something like that. But when he comes to uh, the 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 spell that uh, Lefay put on him is broken, so he's he's separate. And this is why this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this advertisement episode in a couple of weeks is they got the Marvel Action Hour uh, Kmart. Mm -hmm. advertisement.
0: I miss Kmart, man. They used to have such good figures. And the,
1: they used to have like the little food area too. Like Caesars. (laughs) Yes. So good. So good. Uh, but all right. So she's in Atlantis and they're, you know, she's mentioning that her connection with Thor has been broken and that, let's see, who do they encounter? Oh, Nathaniel Richards. Uh, and he's trying to work up a deal with some kind of deal with her. Uh the Inhumans are at a carnival sideshow talking about what's going on. And Namor is let's see. He's in a hidden underwater cave at this point. Um he wants to rebel against Lefay. So he's kind of he's on the side of um obviously he's on the side of like the Fantastic 4. I know they've they've fought quite a bit in the past but um you know susan she's worried about the human torch they haven't heard from him and she's asking some government guy where he is and there's a big meeting there's a big meeting involved about what to do about atlantis and you know how to how to really how to deal with it she's with some world leaders the inhumans show up and a huge fight in in. Ensues. Namor actually jumps through the window of where this big government meeting is going on and fights uh, Black Bolt and and everything and it actually becomes a Fantastic Four and Namor against the Inhumans like fighting each other, oh. which is uh pretty cool. Also, look at this, Hardys. <laughs> look at these X Men figures, like these like sta- oh, planes awesome. I love it. I love comic books. Um, and then meanwhile they look to uh Fay, she's laying in you know in her her throne room area and um saying how her agents are they're they're summoning or not summoning excuse me they're uh what are you doing
0: I was trying to put that chief's helmet on uh. dropped it <laughs> hot mess
1: hot mess uh you know how her her soldiers are you know taking over various other underwater uh cities and amongst other places, um, yeah, the battle continues, and Susan Susan drops a, a force field to kind of separate them, uh, to tell them to stop. And then Thor shows up. Thor shows up and says that his senses, um, he he's back, and that he is on, he's with them to battle the Fey. So. um... He's going to team up with them for whatever future issues, um, future, you know, additional stories that this becomes. So uh, let's get into the review artwork. Stunning, beautiful, really like mid-90s, uh, which is, you know, it's a fun era for me. I'm going to give the artwork a... I'm going to give it a nine. Action. Uh I mean, there was, there was a cool little fight scene at the end, like I said, with Namor and Black Bolt, which was different, and obviously the Fantastic Four and other Inhumans getting into it, but, um, you know, there's enough action that kept me suspensed. Uh, I'm going to give it a 10. Story. Definite filler story. I think by the end, it was kind of a cool payoff, and I do like the idea of Atlantis rising and, and this and that, Um and... You know, and, and Thor gaining back his sense after being mind-controlled. I'm going to give that a 9. Dialogue. Uh, dialogue is very easy. Very easy to follow. No criticisms of it at all. There's plenty of it to go around. It puts the story, as, as we usually do, We're, it's going to get high grade, so I'm going to give it a 9. And rereadability. Uh I mean, this is a cool book. Uh boy. I don't know. It's... uh. Everybody's texting me. Like everybody has the worst texting and calling time um, ever. <laughs> Always when I'm recording. Um, you know what? The story wasn't bad either. I'm gonna give it an eight. So forty-five out of fifty wasn't a bad read. Sets up some something really cool, and I don't hate this this different team. Really, I really don't like Scott Lang, Ant Man, and this this Dooms Air mm-hmm. and, and Ben so and Susan. So I, I really liked it. So forty-five out of fifty for. Fantastic Four, 401.
0: I don't think we're going to be under 40 today. I can't I can't see it happening.
1: I was already under 40. Aww. I know.
0: I wasn't paying attention. My ADHD is like off the fritz today. Is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're dropping mini football helmets and stuff. And playing with the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, brother.
0: Okay. This is, I don't trust anything anymore. Uh, Fantastic Four, I believe this is from 2002, 545. It starts with, um, Reed and Susan are actually away from the team, and they are going to Titan on a honeymoon, a second honeymoon, away from each other. They were fighting about something. Yeah. The the moon Titan around Saturn. Yeah, but
1: that's like, isn't that like Thanos' homeworld?
0: Kinda. It depends. It depends. Depends (laughs) Depends on on the universe, Yeah. yeah. Um, And then it cuts over to Thing and Johnny are chasing down the Silver Surfer. Um, and Surfer is there with Epoch attempting to kill her, essentially. And she's begging um, for him to stop. And it cuts to the rest of the new team, which is Thing and Human Torch, but... Black Panther and Storm have replaced Reed and Sue because they needed another married couple. Um, <laughs> and they are uh, putting on these life support bracelets that Reed made for them. Um, and Human Torch has to, because he's sucking up all the oxygen. Thing gets out to talk to Silver Surfer, and they go back and forth, like Thing's his friend, but Silver Surfer's like, no, like, look, I have to do this. Um, I'm setting up for the Herald to come eat her, essentially. Uh, it's this like giant planet, alien um and we find out silver surfer is working for galactus again uh and he starts to basically talk to um the thing and tells thing he's an idiot uh, and johnny like slaps his face and goes "Jeez, he may as well have just said hey ben take a big poke at my chin and immediately thing jumps and punches right into uh to silver surfer and they're going back and forth and ben's basically saying how the fight's gonna play out uh And Human Torch comes in and saves him. And then Storm starts to actually gather all the hydrogen around and, like, attach it to Silver Surfer. And Silver Surfer's like, what are you doing? Like, you realize I'm, like, made of cosmic energy. And she goes, oh, I know. And then a lightning bolt appears and strikes into the hydrogen and, like, shocks him. Um, Meanwhile, on the other side, Epoch begins to revive – where is he? Greg Willis, who is also known as Gravity, the student of Quasar. Uh, he's like a, he's a classic young Avenger. Um, he's part of the New Heroes or Young Heroes initiative right now. Um, and they're, they're talking back and forth about how he was dead, and she's, she brought him back, and he has no idea what's going on. And he's, like, super confused. Um, and she fills him with all of the knowledge on how to be a great hero, and, it like, he's screaming in pain. Um, it cuts over, and the, the fight continues... Black Panther actually joins the fight and steals Silver Surfer's board uh, and puts him in like a chokehold. He's like, if you're a humanoid, I don't care how strong you are, you won't be able to break this, which is the truth, until Stardust shows up and um, takes out Thing and Black Panther, and she's another herald of Galactus. Um, but they say, look, Epoch stole this this body of someone during his funeral. We're just trying to get it back. Uh, and they begin to be- become reasonable and are listening Um, just for a brief amount of time, but then they're like, well, we we can't let Galactus just eat stuff. Like, that's not okay. Black Panther actually disagrees. They all get into a fight um, until Galactus shows up and Black Panther decides, you know what, screw this, and just leaves. Um, With them, actually, Michael Collins, who's classically uh Deathlock. Right. He just looks normal though. Is it actually their pilot right now, which is kinda interesting.
1: Really? Um Well Deathlock's from a, the future, isn't he?
0: Yeah. So it's him as like a regular old Deathlock.
1: <laughs> That's cool. <laughs>
0: uh it go, gets in and they begin to fight again. Silver Surfer and thing are charging at each other when gravity shows up. And he goes, The protector of the universe has, you know, spoken when he's like filled with power and then it ends. Hum. Kind of interesting.
1: Very interesting.
0: Different, very different team. I really like that Black Panther's kind of a dick. (laughs) Like, he doesn't want to listen. He's like, I'm in charge. Right. Like, this is how it's going. And Ben's actually supposed to be the leader. he's like, look, I'm not, fine, I'm not going to be a part of this. And, like, it's causing issues between him and um, Storm, which is interesting. It's another Storm. Hmm. Sue Storm, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't (laughs) even catch that. (laughs) Storm Storm. Uh, But this is a good book. Artwork. It is early 2000s. I'm actually not crazy about the artwork um like black panther and storm look very uh racially stereotyped oh really (laughs) big old lips and it's a little weird um very weird but some of the art was great the action part of it looks great but i'm only giving the artist seven okay uh and Gravity just looks like Ted Cord Blue Beetle. It's really weird to me. It threw me off at first. I was like, am I reading the wrong book? This did this switch to a DC book? He looks identical. Um, action. The action's great. Action's an eight. A lot of action. Cool fight between Thing and Silver Surfer. Uh, story... You know what, maybe this is going to be a little, the story I'm only going to give a six because I was a little confused as to what was going on, and they didn't really explain why the team had split, and this is only the second issue afterwards. Okay. Um, So you don't really know what's going on between Sue and Reed. Dialogue, the dialogue is great though. Black Panther's dialogue is very good. Um, The dialogue between The Thing and Silver Surfer is great. I'm going to give the dialogue an eight. And re-readability, I'll give a six. This was a good book. I don't know if it's my favorite Fantastic Four book I've read, but it's very good.
1: 35 out of 50. Yeah. So, all right. Last, last run here. Uh, going with Fantastic Four Unlimited, number one from March 1993. First giant size collector's item issue, Greg, and guess what? I looked it up, and it was not a... Expensive one? No. It was like a dollar. You can legit buy it Yay. for a dollar. <laughs> so point proven. Point proven. Uh but it is guest starring Black Panther and I, it, what it enamored me was this cover. It's it's a big it's a big book, I think like sixty pages long. Um Dang. it's really good. They have they have a side Black Panther story like at the very end of it, which is really cool. But um starts off uh another book where Fantastic Four uh plane whatever that they're flying uh is is about to crash uh and another classic thing line what a revolt and development this is <laughs> so good um but okay uh black panther invited them for a visit and um it's actually it looks like one of those nerf footballs but actually black panther sent it to them but uh it's a nerf get- football is, Wakanda developed Nerf. I knew it. I just knew it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they, they're crashing because they're getting shot down at, and they're they're they're. Uh, he calls the Wakanda defense network and lets them know that uh, their energy cannons are that. He's talking to Black Panther, but it's breaking up, and then suddenly the the Nerf football airship. Uh, Explodes and they get scattered all over the Wakanda jungle. Wakandan jungle, and this is really cool for me too because I've never seen Wakanda in the comic books. Oh, really? Uh, this is a first for me. But um,
0: you need to read the new, the Ta-Nehisi Coates run of Wakanda because it's gorgeous. That's, it? And that's where the movie Wakanda comes from. Okay,
1: I mean this is more so. This takes place more so in the jungle than it does the actual yeah, city. City. He but,
0: rewrote that like uh Coates made Wakanda what it was in the comic books. Okay. And that was very recent. I'll have to find that.
1: I'll have to find that. Um, so first they show, you know, the thing. Ben Grimm falling in some trees, knocked out. And then they show Johnny Storm, and he regains consciousness real quick. Uh, flames on just a little bit, just his hands to propel him up uh, as he's about to fall in water. And then Sue and Reed, who, yeah, Sue is... A little more scantily clad in this. Mm -hmm. As a male, (laughs) I don't hate it. (laughs) As a pervert, uh, I don't hate it. But, um... (laughs) yeah, it's definitely like you could definitely tell it's the changing of the times. Like this is them them switching to more adult themed versus the full-on suit and, you know, stuff like that they had when they first debuted. But, um, all right, so then they show a thing getting up. And he gets blasted, and then uh, Johnny Storm wakes up. He flames on, and then gets blasted by a giant wave. And then they show Sue and and Reed, and and um, you know it's she's telling him to be quiet because there's people nearby. Um, somebody's invading Wakanda. That's essentially what it is, and they don't know who they are, what they are, but. Um, they notice that Thing and Johnny Storm are, are kidnapped. Um, they're trying to formulate a plan. All of a sudden, Black Panther attacks these these men with uh, this Panther posse. Um, some guys with guns and other stuff. Actually, it's like the Thundercats logo. They're in red. It's kind of sweet. It almost looks like it. Uh, but they're attacking these guys. Uh, T'Challa frees up the thing and uh, Torch, and they start joining the battle. And then within moments, uh, Sue, like, dude, look at this panel. It's the glossy page, too. Like, look at this panel. It's beautiful. That is really cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I'm glad I picked this book. But um, Sue Sue and Reed uh, join the fight, beating these guys. Um And nothing's phasing them. These guys, with their armor, absolutely nothing's phasing them. Um, But Reed starts to get a bit of an idea, and he asks one of them for his uh, vibranium knife, one of the Panther Posse. And he goes and he stabs the vibranium knife. Panther Posse
0: sounds like like a hip-hop...
1: R&B boy band. It does. It really does. Uh, it's kind of cool, but he stabs it through this guy, and it, it explodes, and it fi- they come to find out that their armor is made of sound. It's interesting. I hear colors. <laughs> you hear colors. It, it's crazy. Like, it blows up, and then all of a sudden, all these, the Panther Posse, they pull out the, Wakanda, the vibranium knives that they weren't even using, and starts going after all these, these soldiers, and, and starts to defeat them. Quick flash. Um, well, they're traveling. Black Panther's explaining, you know, everything that went on and how they're being taken over by somebody, and and they show. Oh, they do show um, that, but they show in um in the Palace Royale, Well, which Black Panther villain deals in sound? It's Claw, uh, who looks really cool, and I. They changed them a, a lot. In the movies, but it was probably for the best. Like he's kind of goofy. Oh, I love it though. It is. It is. <laughs> but yeah, he he. Um, let's see. He's yelling at his goons for for pretty much failing and and this and that. Um, Claw goes. Let's see. Where are they? I'm lost. Uh, they're in the jungle and they battle some more. Claw sends out actually. Claw goes after them personally and uses his sound to project these uh these ferocious animals that are composed of solely sonic energy like vulture like Gorilla, tiger and they're all battling them like it's 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 kind of cool what he can do like claws powers with sound but uh, they
0: toned him down a little bit in the movies like they toned ability. him down a lot
1: they toned him down a lot uh compared to what I'm seeing i mean the fact that he can generate like animals and 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 different stuff like that with it's it's pretty pretty crazy, but um, Panther goes right after Claw. He's battling and and um, he puts something on his back, and then Reed blasts him with a sonic disruption cannon, and what it does it it blows up Claw's uh, his claw, and all of a sudden coming out of it um, are a bunch of sound creatures spawned by the torturous mind of claw and there's some vile stuff and they're just it's pretty like it's, it's pretty crazy i mean here they look like
0: uh oh like starro and yeah oh man, oh it's yeah.
1: it's kind of neat but they're just they're just coming coming and um Wee- uh, the cops man everybody's bothering me today i thought that was your comic book that's coming really close Okay, they're gone.
0: Someone's robbing your house.
1: <laughs> as long as it's the downstairs neighbor, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean that. Um, let's see. Claws just keeps yelling, kill me, kill me, because he's just being tortured right now because that, cl- I guess the claw helps him in some sort of way. He is made completely out of sound, and he's just losing his mind. But um, Panther helps him. He takes him to save him and shoves the claw, and he... Right into the ground, uh, vibranium rich ground, um, and it helps ease his pain a little bit. And Claw, you know, goes, You saved my life. And Panther goes, I had no choice. I couldn't stand by and watch another man die. And then Claw goes, You are a weak willed fool, Panther. If I had one, I would have crushed you beneath my boot like an insect. Um, but you're just going to take me to prison where I'm going to escape again. And then Panther knocks him out. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Um, and that's pretty much the wrap on that. Claw goes ends up going to prison and uh, Fantastic Four they have you know, a little discussion with him and then they do this the spinoff of Black Panther which well gotta focus on the Fantastic Four story, but uh what a great book and this is a cool team up. Another thing that I'm not used to and in, in seeing Fantastic Four and <laughs> Black Panther team up. Uh, the artwork. This is probably my favorite of the three, without a doubt, uh, the glossy pages helped a lot, and they helped make the colors pop. And the, this is the mid—I mean, this is what mid-nineties. I said 90, mm. 93. Okay, so this is right before the cartoon came out, and the visuals—some of the visuals in here remind me just what, what number is that? This is number one of Fantastic Four Unlimited. Okay, so oh, oh, this is three, a right. brand new, brand new run. Um, I'm going to give the artwork a ten. Action action was so good. This is definitely going to be one of the highest rated books of the day. Uh the action was top notch. I mean, 60 pages, this 60 pages is enough to get pretty much everything we grade these books on, give them really high scores. And they did a very good job um with it. I'm going to give that a 10. Uh action story. Really cool story. Uh you know, didn't know really what was going on at first. You know, and they gradually figured out how to beat the monsters, and figured out that Claw was behind it, and ended up defeating him. Uh, I'm gonna give it a ten. Dialogue, so much dialogue, um, very like informative dialogue, telling this. You know, help puts the story score. Uh, nothing too complicated. Nothing too complicated, and, and everything all, like. When it comes to the Fantastic Four, The Thing always helps out with the language department because you can just hear his New York accent mm-hmm. when he talks. And it's the way that they do it. Like, before that he had the cartoon, the, the older cartoons and stuff. But you can just legit picture it when you read the words and... It's the way that they spell it out that you can just tell there's a a bit of an accent to it. Uh, So I'm going to give the head a 10 as well. And you know what? This is going to get a perfect score for me. Uh, Rereadability, it's a 10. It is a great, great read. A good way to uh, start a new line of Fantastic Four issues. And it's perfect. Yep, 50 out of 50 for Fantastic Four Unlimited number one. Nice. All right, Greg, take us home.
0: I am doing um, Fantastic Four number three from the current 2019 run. I think eight just came out. It's really good. I love it so far. I am actually not totally up to... I was reading six this morning. Um, but oh, it's, it's so much fun. But this is a cool book. Hop right into it. Um, it starts with all of the Fantastic Four members, uh, past and present, have just been summoned to this pocket plane that uh, or different different planet dimension area. Yeah, dimension. There it is. That uh, Reed, Sue, Valerie, or Valeria, rather, Valeria, Valeria, and Franklin um, have been living on since after Battle World, so the Secret Wars happened, and they kind of took some time off. When um, they are currently in a fight with Griever, who is coming to take them out, she's been destroying planets that Reed, along with Molecule Man and his son Franklin, have been recreating um, after battle world, like kind of wiped everything out and he needed to be able to stop her. So Reed summoned every former member of the fantastic four here. And I realized Ventura from the first book was actually miss Marvel at the time. And she is currently the she thing. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I just didn't recognize her. Um, but she, he finds out she's actually been talking to him before and, um, basically messing in with his head like in the past, this Griever has always kind of been present. She's a brand new villain made for this run. Um but she just used a teleportation pod to get there, so to trap her on the dimension with them, Thing and Johnny destroy it and immediately Medusa goes, Wait, did he just strand us here? And Sue goes, ah, you know Reed, he he knows what he's doing. Um and a fight breaks out with this, these teams, so it's like She-Thing, another version of Thing where his whole body is made out of rock, but he's got a thing on his, like a, a, a astronaut helmet, Wolverine, female human torch, robot human torch, Bobby Drake, Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, like the Hulk, Luke Cage, sorry, Hulk's not here, um, Luke Cage, She-Hulk, like all these characters, um, it's the first time the Fantastic Four has been reunited, so the four of them like all kind of embrace in a group hug and then charged to see the future foundation, all the children that were still with Richards and everything after battle world. Uh, and they have a reunition, reunion, uh, reunion with the kids, uh, and dragon man who's protecting all the other kids. Um, and while well, the other members of the fantastic four are currently fighting. Um, there's this like uh, heartwarming conversation between thing and Franklin and how like the kids have grown so much since the last time they've seen them. Um, and he's telling him, like, I owe you a bunch of presents. It's really, it's a really cool scene. And then it cuts back to, like, She-Hulk, Wolverine, and Spider-Man are all fighting the Griever. And, like, everyone's just getting womped. And while all this is happening, like, Invisible Woman is, like, sit- catching them. But also still talking to her kids, which is kind of awesome. Um, and the Fantastic Six now, essentially, all form up together and begin fighting again. Um Franklin is like beating himself up because Spider Man or not Spider Man, Molecule Man got killed because of him. Right. Which is crazy. Griever killed one of the most powerful characters in Marvel. So it tells you what this character is doing. Um, so Spider Man tries to like give him a pep talk. And as he goes with great power, comes also comes the greatest thing, grabs him by the head and throws him <laughs> over the shoulder and starts like giving a pep talk to, to Franklin and they jump into action together both saying it's clobbering and time and punching and griever um, fight continues it goes back and forth johnny sees iceman and he goes ice what are you doing here you're not a member of the future uh, or the uh, fantastic four he goes remember that one time with namor and it's a, it says an untold story for another day uh and they continue like battling and ice or uh team of torch goes that didn't count uh and they keep fighting the griever it kind of that's a lot of fighting um they get attacked by these other beasts, and Dragon Man in the Future Foundation begin to fight them off. Um, but before they can really like do any damage, Medusa, Black Panther, Miss um, Marvel, and Scott Lang pop in and start taking these guys down themselves. Uh, there's another device that Johnny has to get his hands on, um, and as he shows up he actually sees that like her oh it's her ship the hulk is in there and destroys everything and he goes you never saw me cuz hulk's actually supposed to be dead he goes just give take credit that you destroyed all this by yourself okay um and it cuts over to grievers got franklin there's a lot going on the grievers got franklin and invisible woman actually saves her saves him um and they actually all form up together one last time and force griever to teleport away um all of the members of the fantastic four like begin building a device together to get home Uh, johnny and and uh bobby are still going at it and one of the future foundation goes mr bobby explain what does not canon mean he goes it means mr johnny storm is a butthead you should write that down (laughs) Uh, and Fantastic Four embraces again, and that's where it ends. Um, the next issue is awesome as well. It's This is a super cool book. I absolutely love this current run of Fantastic Four. Uh, I'm going to make it really easy. I'm also giving this a perfect score. Hey! There's a lot. I It's hard. To, you don't get, like, meet my explanation because of how much is going on in this. is difficult, but they do it so well. Uh, and all of the characters, just seeing, I'm probably missing characters that are there. Um the artwork is gorgeous. I love this art style. It's very different. Um, it's very cartoony, but I, I really enjoy it. Like you can kind of see, like it, they do such a good job at making this feel like a cartoon, um, and I I absolutely love it. But it still has this That's like really realism good. feel to it. The colors are gorgeous. Um, the dialogue is just incredible, and the fact that they're able to balance like this heartfelt like dialogue, all of these reunions. All of this, um, like, 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 being able to pick up Franklin where he's struggling. You see this, like, moment of Valeria and Reed, like, coming up with a plan together. Like, everyone fighting and talking, like, all of these, this witty banter while having incredible action all at the same time. And this isn't a, 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 a supersized comic. This is a regular comic. All of this is happening. Um, but at no point do you feel confused or lost uh it's a great story really well done yeah so 50 out of 50 for me i've read this book a couple of times i love like i said that this current fantastic four run is probably one of my favorite runs of comics i'm reading right now outside of the dark knight uh metal stuff so this i just love it very good 50 out of 50 50 out of 50 not
1: bad at all
0: i want to talk real quick a couple things Why Fantastic Four needs to be included in the MCU. Yes. And why Doom needs to be the next villain. Yes. So, Fantastic Four. Simple. They're a very easy way to incorporate a ton of characters. They're wholesome, uh, but they still have their drama. Really, just really interesting characters. You can include the youth with them very easily because of Future Foundation, but you can bring in, like, Black Panther, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, all these characters through the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But also, you need them for villains.
1: They have some of the best villains. They actually have a very good rogues gallery that yeah. people do not talk about.
0: They have a great rogues gallery. But, like we've talked before, Kang the Conqueror would be a great villain. Kang is Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. Which is Reed Richards' dad. So, how do you have him without that? Um, but then, Fantastic Four also brings... with If Iron Man's starting to phase out, Fantastic Four brings in a new crew that can take over the more science, technological side of
1: everything. Yeah, that's a good point. Um,
0: and be that, that, that re, or be that, that Tony Stark-esque presence and still have like Bruce Banner involved and all of that, which could be very interesting, especially with S.H.I.E.L.D. down, um, it'd be a cool way to have like a new headquarters for them to work out of, the Avengers,
1: um. Well, yeah, there are rumors that the because the Avengers Tower sold yeah, that it was that it, for that so it's going to be the next Baxter Building, which would be awesome. I, I think that's a cool tip, and I think they might have been setting that up for, yeah. for that idea.
0: Which I love it. I would love to see like the A flicker and be a four. That'd be super cool <laughs> if it's still up there, because you could easily make it flicker into the the, the four because it's a very similar logo. Um, but yeah, so they just there's so much with that. But Doctor Doom is my biggest thing. I think Doctor Doom needs to be involved in the Marvel universe, and here's why: um, he could easily be in Wakanda with the Latveria issues and being more of that. Um, what's the word? That like national presence of you know he's the, the the leader of Latveria, having oh Wakanda's out like I need to save my people. I'm going to come for their technology. Right. So you can do that. So, Doom also, in the movies, he's classically part of the voyage to the other dimension that gives them their powers. In the comic books, that's not his origin. His origin is his parents die, and he becomes a studier of the mystic arts. Doom is classically a magician. Like, he is a sorcerer that rivals uh, Doctor Strange himself. Right. So he could easily be included in the next Doctor Strange movie as a villain. Oh, that'd be, that would actually probably help sell that movie a yeah. bunch. Yeah, and he'd be a very interesting villain for Strange. Uh, Doom is then scarred and actually has monks that are training him in the Mystic Arts make the armor for him. And he is so eager to put this armor on, he puts it on while it's warm, oh. and while it's still hot, and it scars him even further and disfigures him. Doom's armor is so technologically advanced it actually rivals Iron Man's. So Doom is a super genius with mystical abilities, uh, telekinesis, and his, his armor actually gives him strength that rivals even Captain America. Right. Doom is a perfect villain because he's checking all these boxes. He could be a villain in an Iron Man movie. He could be a villain in a Black Panther movie. He is incredibly universal. Yeah, and, and he's such a big threat. Set, he can start small and slowly gain power and be a big enough threat for the Avengers. The other thing is, though, Fantastic Four now bring in Doom and Kang. But you can then. Doom is also very sympathetic. Like, he cla- Com- Com- like has very recently been turning into a hero very often. You build Doom up as this big villain and then have him actually team with the Avengers to take down Galactus and bring Galactus into the fold through the introduction of Doom and Fantastic Four.
1: That would be cool.
0: I would love that. And I would love to see Doom be introduced before the Fantastic Four and then Reed step up having been a former colleague of Doom mm-hmm. and join the Avengers to help stop him. I like that. I think it
1: would be really I cool. think all of this can definitely spawn, too, off of this Avengers story yeah. that we're having right now, um, without a doubt, because I read something. It was on Reddit, but... Um, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not. But one of the ways that the Avengers actually track Thanos in Endgame is where all the energy is coming yeah. from. That energy could very easily be um, what turns the Fantastic Four into the Fantastic Four. Yeah. You know, from you know, from astronauts, scientists into superpower beings.
0: They're classically changed by cosmic energy. Yeah. Doom is a huge. He wields the Cosmic Cube a handful of times. He actually. Takes on the Infinity Gauntlet and, like, he gets blasted by the Infinity Gauntlet at full power twice and stands up to it. Right. He kills a Beyonder. He kills Galactus. He actually knocks out the Hulk with one punch. <sighs> Doom's a beast. He is a beast. But yeah, he's classically, like, very related to cosmic energy as well. So yeah, they could be changed by. The, the cool thing with Endgame is whatever happens in the end can rewrite a little bit of the history. With I hope it doesn't get, do a full reset, but I feel like we're going to get a soft reset, bringing back mutants and introducing some cosmic energy to the the world that creates new heroes similar to the way the Cube created Captain Marvel. Right, right. And I think that's why they did that origin story.
1: Yeah, I agree. So yeah,
0: And because um, I realized, I was watching Infinity War today, the way, the reason... Um, Scarlet Witch was able to destroy a stone was because she was created by a stone. Right. So the fact that Captain Marvel was created by a stone actually gives her the ability to destroy stones as well. And I re- I think, oh, and that's I, a cool and I just tippet. made that connection. So she might be, that might be one of the, her big things is if they do go back in time to take up, she's going to be able to destroy the stones before. That's cool. Because one thing I was
1: wondering is what are they going to do with the stones going forward after endgame? So,
0: yeah, I just realized that she has the same ability to destroy stones as Scarlet Witch. So, that's crazy. I think I, I that could be probably, I mean, I
1: would imagine so,
0: but that might be interesting foreshadowing. She's created by the cube, so why not? Why right. would they do that? I think they might keep like one or two stones alive still, but I feel like they'll destroy a majority of them.
1: Whew. Awesome, again. Yeah. Best time to be a comic book fan. Oh,
0: I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. There's and there's so much. Like like I said, we have Shazam this week. We have Hellboy next week. We've got that Ninja Turtles Batman movie coming out. Yeah, that's right. Super pumped for that.
1: Everyone's like, "What is this?" I'm like, "This looks awesome." Like they said, yeah. "What is this in a negative way?" I'm like, "This looks it's really." It's been cool. a comic
0: book run for a while now, and it's yeah. really cool. Uh, and then we are we are in Endgame territory. We are less than 30 days till we're in the Endgame. You said April 2nd is supposed to be the release date for tickets? April 2nd is the rumored release date for tickets. Um we are getting them. We will be there. Yes, we will. Uh, all 3 hours and 2 minutes of runtime. should be time.
1: this coming Tuesday, so a day after this episode releases.
0: 3 hours and 2 minutes of runtime. I'm going to get a catheter. <laughs> you
1: beat me to it. You beat me to it. I'm just going to pee my pants. I don't yeah, even care. Yeah. I like
0: I'm I figure if I get a large popcorn, it's usually gone by the time the trailers are over. I can just use that.
1: Yeah. You know? And there you if, go. It, whatever. We're all friends. <laughs> yes. Maybe not so much for the other people in the nah, audience. but be fine. It's just butter. It. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm excited. I'm glad we got to do Fantastic Four. Next week, Hellboy, the week after, we're going to dig up some sweet... Comic book advertisements from classic books. I have so many to look, books then, to look through.
0: It's the end game special.
1: It is, isn't it? Yeah. That is might
0: it? be the week after. We're supposed no, I think we it. got another. We oh, have one more? Okay.
1: Let me see. So this episode comes out on the first. And oh
0: yeah, no, we do have one more before the end game special.
1: Hellboy episode will come out on the eighth. Yeah. Yeah, we do. So we'll have to think of something cool to do. Um, uh, Probably pick a different character. Maybe we could put a poll up on our Facebook page. We can give them two options. We can do it that way. Wait, Hellboy comes out on the 8th episode? Yes.
0: And then the next episode will come out on the 15th? Yep. So, yeah, no, the Endgame special would have to come out on the 22nd.
1: Yep. So we we got the 15th. We got to figure out something.
0: That's the comic book episode. Or the advertisement episode.
1: (laughs) Wait. Yeah, (laughs) you're right.
0: This episode will be the first. You're
1: right. You're right. (laughs) So yeah, we're set for a good month and then. Game. Then after that, maybe we can start putting up polls on our on our yeah, Facebook page I to see what, what people. Characters
0: you guys want to talk about? We will be doing a Doctor Doom episode because I'm obsessed. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to do a couple more. I'd like to do more villain-focused stuff too. Maybe some Doc Ock is one that's in my heart. Sinister Six. Um, so you'll start just start voting and seeing what we got. Yeah, it's we'll so
1: put cool. we'll put polls up. We'll give you guys two options a week, and whatever you choose, we'll go through with it. Yeah. Uh, it should be fun. I'm excited. I like this new format. I love it. So much better. So much better than we did before. Um, All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will talk to you next week for Hellboy right here on The Panel Discussion.